welcome to episode one of my brand new wellness podcast called Feeling Well with Elle. My name is Elle Shacklady and I am the host of the podcast. I have wanted to start a wellness podcast for such a long time and it's kind of one of them things that I think I've been convincing myself out of doing for some stupid reason. Um, I think I had no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I still have no idea what I'm doing, um, but I'm giving it a go. I'm just winging it. I think a lot of the kind of technical aspects of making a podcast is what's really thrown me off and made me not do it for so long, but I'm here and I'm giving it a go. I wanted to start a wellness podcast because I think it's so, so important to look after your well-being. I think it's something that is often overlooked and I think we found that out during the COVID pandemic that a lot of people, probably including myself, was not looking after the well-being. Um, it's something that I feel really passionate about and I have a lot of things that I've learnt and I'm currently learning and currently doing that really help me look after my well-being. So I really wanted to start a podcast to kind of share all of these things that I have learnt, I'm learning, that kind of thing. So please bear with me as I muddle my way through this episode. I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing here or how I'm going to edit this or anything like that, but I'll face that hurdle when I get to it. But everybody has got to start somewhere, so thank you very much if you are listening to this and giving me the time of day while I muddle my way through this. I hope you get some enjoyment or even some value from this episode. So enough of me rambling and let's get started. In this podcast, I'm gonna talk about five habits that you can implement to elevate your life, which is a very bold statement, I know. The five habits we're gonna discuss, I think are really, really easy to implement into your life and could make such a big difference in terms of your wellbeing. So these are habits that I've done for quite a while and I cannot knock them. And some of these habits you might be listening to and think, really, is that not the most obvious thing in the world? But I didn't really think it was all that obvious and haven't been doing them all my life. Maybe some of you have, I do not know. But the very first habit that we're gonna talk about is water intake. And bear with me because I know people might be like, really, shouldn't everybody be drinking a lot of water? Which, yeah, of course. But I think a lot of people do not drink anywhere near enough water as what they should be drinking. I personally, in the past, how long, maybe two years, three years, have been a big, big water drinker. And by that, I mean, I have a huge water bottle, a two, I think it's 2.2 litre water bottle. And I go through two of them a day. And it's honestly so easy to get through two of them a day now, because I'm just so used to having that much water. For me, this is a really, really easy habit. Just get yourself a huge water bottle, fill it up at the start of the day and just have it with you. I think it's particularly easy if you work in an office job like I do. So I've always got this massive bottle of water at the side of my desk. So it's so easy to just like sip on it throughout the day. Whereas if you're in jobs that are a bit more hands-on, no, you're not kind of not sat in the same place all day. It might be a little bit more difficult, but it can definitely be done, especially if you just carry a very big water bottle around with you that's got enough in to last the day and by talking about drinking more water I don't mean you can only solely have water 
because obviously you're going to want teas, coffees, soft drinks, all that kind of stuff, alcohol, all that, absolutely. But I think you need to have so much water in a day for you to actually feel okay. It gets to the point with me now where when I don't have the water that I'm so used to that I start to get headaches because my body is like, you are dehydrated, please give us some water, which is absolutely fine by me. (laughs) At the moment, literally wherever I go, whether I'm in work or I go out and about and I've got my humongous water bottle with me, I get so many comments of people being like, oh, that's such a big water bottle, yada, yada, yada. Do you need that much water? It's like a fish tank, all all those types of comments. And I'm just like, ha ha, yeah, ha ha. But in the long run, it actually is just so much better for you to just be having water even just throughout the day to just be sipping on water there are so many benefits to drinking more water which I'm obviously not going to bore you with one because you've probably heard them everywhere and two because I'm not a scientist in any way so I might be bullshitting you but I think there's so many benefits like in terms of like my skin my hair just my energy levels in general like there's just so many benefits that I think there is to drinking water so when I don't have it I just don't feel anywhere near as good. So if upping your water intake is something you want to do or something you've struggled with, there are different ways that you can do it. One would definitely be getting the big water bottle. I got mine off Amazon and it's even got the little, um, what do they call, like the little time stamp things at the side that say like 9am, you're doing great, 11am, keep going, that type of thing, which if you're into that and kind of need that, they're really good. I would also say maybe get some cordial to put it in because I think so many people claim that they don't like water. So if you add a bit of cordial in there, it might make you want to drink it. You could also try sparkling water, which gives you that taste of it being like a fizzy drink or a soft drink. So you could try that as well. But yeah, there are just a few things that I would try to up the water intake and definitely try and have a water on you when you can throughout the day. Habit number two is a consistent sleep routine. I understand that not everybody can do this depending on their job um, and what kind of hours that they work. Some people work nights, all that kind of thing, especially when they've got children, all of that. Understand that not everybody can do that, but if you can, it is life-changing to actually do it. I used to be in a job where I used to work all sorts of different shifts where some days I could be doing like an earlier shift, some days I could be doing a really, really late shift where I would be working sometimes till like midnight or even later. And I could be working late on the Wednesday, say, and then on the Thursday I could be back in for eight o'clock again the next day. And when I tell you I was so, so tired and lethargic all the time it didn't matter if I was off the next day or whatever I was doing I just felt so so lethargic that can be the only way I can describe it it's just so like run down lethargic tired all the time and that is not a way that I want to live my life I don't want to live my life being tired all the time I often found that when I was off because I'd be so tired from doing these different types of shifts that I would just sleep in till like really late and just get up when I can, like my day would be kind of wasted, and then I'd be getting back into just like a really, really poor routine again, just like staying up really late, getting up early, like and like having to prize myself out of bed whenever I was in early, and I just hated it. So what 
I started to do um well since then I have had different jobs where the hours have been a lot better so it has been a lot easier for me to get a better sleep routine what I do at the moment I have an office job where I work eight fours constantly and that is Monday to Friday then I have my weekends off which is really really good to get a consistent sleep routine so it's so much easier than the previous jobs that I've had so now I'm able to go to bed at pretty much the same time every night and get up at pretty much the same time every day and I understand that this kind of lifestyle is not for everyone but because I do it so often every day Monday to Friday it gets in my weekends where like I can have a lie-in if that's what I want or go out and I'm staying up later that's absolutely fine but my body clock is still kind of in tune with the same times that I get up in the week which is actually really nice like even when I do have those nights where I stay stay up later or I um, lie in a bit longer my body's still kind of used to the same routine so I don't feel knackered or like dead to the world as when I as soon as I open my eyes in the morning kind of thing so the things that I do to help me do this because this isn't the easiest thing to kind of get into is I use the sleep apps that are on my iPhone so I schedule downtime this is definitely not everyone's cup of tea I absolutely know that but this is what I do and something that I just think really works for me is I have a scheduled downtime so what time is it is it nine o'clock I think maybe or maybe half past nine um I get a notification that comes through to say your bedtime is soon start winding down and then it like mutes all of my apps so like I can't get any messages through like nothing will come through as a notification so I'll still get the messages and stuff like that and I can still go on my phone and check like my apps and all that kind of thing if that's what I want to do but I don't get the notifications that come through I can't remember the specific times off the top of my head but like you kind of get like a warning and then all your apps go off and you can like pick which apps you want on and which ones you don't so I kind of get rid of all my social media my whatsapp my texts so I get no no messages no notifications nothing coming through and I think that really helps me to just stay off my phone before I'm gonna go to bed because I don't know about you but I am addicted to tiktok it'll be 10 o'clock at night and I'll be like oh I'll just have a little check next minute it's midnight and I'm still scrolling on tiktok in bed wide awake pissing myself at the same shite that's on tiktok that is me don't know if anybody else is the same so I just find having that downtime where I can't get notifications I would actually have to actively go out my way to go on these apps just helps me stay off my phone and kind of wind down and there is some research somewhere that says you shouldn't go on your phone is it like an hour or two before you go to bed um the lights and all that are meant to keep you awake and I also have the sleep focus on so on the iPhone you can set up different focuses um I think I've got a gym one a sleep one um a personal one and maybe I've even got a work one but the work one never gets used I will not lie um but yeah I put the sleep one on so I literally get nothing no notifications no calls nothing when I'm in bed so I try and have a good quality sleep as well because there's nothing worse when it's like two o'clock in the morning and your whatsapp's going off because one of your mates is pissed and is chatting away I absolutely want to see the conversation but probably not at two o'clock when I'm going to get up in a few hours you know what I mean so the the sleep focus just really helps no distractions during the night and then I can pick it all up again in the morning when I 
pick up my phone. Also, I feel like I need to clarify that that is not me 100% every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Obviously not, because sometimes things come up, things happen, the group chat might be going off at daft o'clock, and that's fine, I'm there, but I think the importance of having the sleep routine is that when you do go out of the routine, it's so easy to get back into it. But one thing that I haven't really spoken about is the getting up in the morning. And it's something that I find is actually life-changing. I feel like I'm saying this about everything in this podcast is the Lumi light. I think that's the name for it anyway. But one of my friends recommended this to me. I'm sure like maybe three or four of us have this now. And it's an alarm clock, but it wakes you up with light and sound as well. But say if my alarm is on for half past seven in the morning, at seven o'clock, the alarm will gradually start to get brighter and brighter. And it's meant to mimic a sunrise. And I think it is so much better to wake up to light rather than your horrid iPhone just going off at the side of you. That I'd rather gradually like wake up to the light, you know, a bit like summer. And I think it is particularly good in winter. But yeah, I can't take credit for it because one of my friends did recommend it to me. But oh my God, it is so good, especially if you're not really a morning person. habit, Habit number three, which might be unbelievably obvious to some people, it is get a hobby. (laughs) And that is in the nicest possible way by get a hobby. But I think you would be surprised with the amount of people, especially at this age where you're actually an adult now, that don't have a hobby when I think back to when I was younger, when I was like at school and stuff, the amount of hobbies that I had was unreal. Like I used to do netball, swimming, what else did I do? Like running, I did badminton for a spell, I did tennis for a spell, I did gymnastics for a spell. Like I did all sorts, I've done dance, drama, literally all sorts of stuff, you name it, I've probably done it at least once. Um, and me and my sister was both like that type of kid at school that just literally dip the finger in everything and we had so many hobbies and all that kind of stuff and I think when you get older especially when you start working full-time you kind of just lose lose track of doing something that you actually enjoy like doing things that aren't for money heaven forbid you actually do something that isn't for money oh I can't believe it but that is something that I am like right now all that kind of thing the hobbies doing things because you enjoy them doing things for free just stops because you don't have the time you don't have the capacity and it's kind of like those things are for when you're younger when you're a kid but when you actually look out there and see what's around you like there are clubs like that for adults like there's adult netball clubs adult football clubs all sorts of adult sports clubs out there and you know they're not even just sports clubs like there's like brew clubs out there book clubs out there you could go and do pottery classes sewing classes literally all sorts and I think for me for ages especially once I started a proper job I say proper in like quotes I just stopped doing anything that I enjoyed because I just felt like I didn't have the capacity in my life but now I do I go to the gym pretty much most days and it's something that I really really love and it's something that I just do for me which is something that I enjoy I love and yeah, I I can't imagine not doing it, but there are definitely other things that I want to try and want to get into my life and my routine. 
I know that before COVID started, I went to a netball club. And when I was younger, netball was like my sport. That was like my main thing that I did and loved. And then obviously you just stopped doing those things. And I did start a class and it was, I think it was called like back to netball, which was for women that played netball when they were younger or at school or whatever, and kind of just wanted to get back into it. And I did go there for a good few sessions, but I had to stop due to COVID. And again, it's just not been one of them things that has been a priority to pick up. But there are a few different things like that that I want to get back into and do do some things just for me. But yeah, that is a a habit that I think everyone should prioritise and do. And it can literally be anything. The hobby could be the gym. It could be going on walks. It could be walking your dog. It could be sewing. It could be anything any form of sport any activity that you like it could even be like playing on an xbox or playing a game or anything and i guarantee that if you look about in your area of where you live i bet you there's other clubs societies games all that palaver that are out there and if there isn't maybe start one yourself because i bet there's other people out there that are in the same situation so habit number four is gratitude And I think gratitude is something that we're starting to see everywhere, especially on social media, that gratitude is something that you kind of need to have in your daily life. I think I could do a whole podcast episode on gratitude and why I love it so much. And what I actually mean by gratitude is actually thinking and even sometimes saying or writing down what you're actually grateful for because I know that I take so much in my life for granted, so much that I'm really lucky to have and the people around me that I'm really lucky to have and I absolutely take it for granted and it takes something really horrible or really bad to happen and for me to hear about it or speak to someone, for me to be like, oh shit, like I am so grateful for my mum and dad or I'm really grateful for my group of friends that I've had for fucking years, like do I understand how lucky I am that so many people don't have that privilege? And why does it take me to hear something horrible or something sad or, I don't know, something upsetting for me to be like, wow, I am really grateful. So what I have now is I have a gratitude journal, which is something that my sister actually bought me for Christmas. And it is so good and I actually love it. And you open it and you can do it in the morning, in the night, literally whenever. I like to do mine in the morning when I'm in bed with my cup of tea. And it has like three little lines and you can just write down three things that you're grateful for. And you can like, there'll be, how is your mood? How is your sleep? And you can fill all these different types of things in. Or you could just do like the three things that you're grateful for. And if I don't have time to do it in the morning or I've not written in the book, I'll often do it in the car, like when I'm driving to work, like I'll just stop the music in absolute silence and just think and literally say out loud like three things I'm grateful for. And once you get into the habit of doing this so often, it is amazing the amount of things that you can find that you're grateful for in your life. And like every day, it doesn't have to be like the most amazing things ever. Like you don't have to say the same thing every day. Like you can change it up and be grateful for so many different things in your life. And it can be really, really basic. Like you could say, I'm grateful for the car. I'm grateful for the shoes on my feet. I'm grateful for the coat that's on my back. There's so many things to be grateful for in your life. And I just think the habit of showing gratitude 
is just so important. I just can't recommend it enough. And just feeling grateful for so much in your life just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good about the life that you've got rather than thinking, how shit is this? As if I've got to get up and go to work. Oh, this is rubbish. Why don't you think I'm actually so lucky to have a job and I'm so lucky to have this kind of income because it allows me to do this with my friends on a weekend. It allows me to have a roof over my head, all these types of things. So yeah, practice gratitude. And once you get into the hang of it, it will change your life. Okay, so on to habit number five, which is the last habit. This one is, I don't know, this probably isn't gonna work for everybody, but the habit is savings. And I try and look at the the savings that I have now, I try and look at them as savings for a rainy day. And by that, I mean when something just goes tits up and you're like, oh my God, why have I got to pay for this now? I'd, I'm sure you will know what I mean. Like when suddenly you've got to get your car MOT'd or your tyres flat or your boilers broke, say any any of those types of things where you, you have to just pay it. You have to do it. You have to pay it because you need to do it. And I do know that there are people out there that cannot save because of their income and their life that they have to afford and that they cannot afford to spare any money within their wage or their income to put any into savings. I completely understand that. But if you can, if, for someone like me who is living at home with mum and dad, I should be able, well, I should probably put a lot more in savings than I actually do. But you probably are more than likely able to put something into your savings what I do that I find really, really helps me is, um, I think they're called saving spaces. So I've got a Starlin bank account. And I think they do it on Monzo as well, but I'm not 100% sure where they have, they're called saving spaces where you can name them as different things. So you could put like holiday or I'm going to buy a new camera or whatever it is. And then you can move your money from your main account into these saving spaces. And I find this such a good way to break down my money. So I know what's for what, do you know, I'm saving for a holiday for this. And I literally have a saving space that's for rainy days. So like my car needs MOT and my tires flat, any, any of that stuff, something that I need to pay for or like it's someone's birthday and I forgot and I've spent all my money this month on Klarna, which sounds about right for me, but that kind of thing that I've just got the money there just in case emergency, I need that money and I need to spend it now and just having it in savings just, I find it very reassuring that I've got that backup as and when I need it. So yeah, like I said, if you can do that, I would recommend doing it. Even if you put £10 a month in it, in five months you'll have 50 quid. That's better than nothing. Even if your MOT was 100 quid, which I don't think MOTs are, say if it was 100 quid, your MOT feels like it's half price. Do you know what I mean? So there you have it. They are the five habits to elevate your life. So up your water intake, get a better sleep routine, get a hobby, be grateful and save some fucking money. And I know I've just said them as if they're a piece of piss, but I think if you gradually just pick one or start implementing these little tiny changes, you will see such a big difference in your life, your well-being, literally everything. It will just help. So if you are still listening and you haven't fucked this off as soon as I said water intake, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it and thank you for 
bearing with me, I have no idea how this is going to sound. So if this is edited and it's really shit, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will be back with episode two very soon. Thank you.